The bell was ringing, our souls were singing. Hello, I'm Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is Tracks. You alright, mate? What's up, me old man? <laughs> what was that? Don't know. Was that, uh, you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. I wanted to do something a bit different and crazy. Okay, you went Cockney. <laughs> yeah. This is because you're a Cockney now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till we're actually doing, uh, like, distance episodes. You're up in London, mm. and all I'll be able to hear in the background is just like, don't know, markets oh. and chimney sweeps. Drive and, uh, the pain, drive the pain. Okay. <laughs> all that kicking off have in the background. Actually, have you actually thought about that yet? Have you, have you thought? Because I, I, in my head, I'm like kicking up with a beer, and then you come on the screen. Oh, you imagine we'll, vid- we'll video as well? I think we'll probably video as well. Okay. Just otherwise it might be a bit weird. Uh, yeah, I mean... Not it's weird, all- but just it's too different. It's all going to feel a little bit weird. I've thought, I've thought whether I'll do it in the office or whether I'll do it in my home. Interesting. I've thought about if I do it at the home, how will I keep the home? If I don't live in a home. <laughs> um, uh, if I do it at home, how will I stop the chihuahua from barking? I, I've thought of some of those things. Um, yeah, I've had a little think about it. I think there's a part of me that is quite looking forward to it, and there's a part of me that thinks that's a novelty that will almost certainly wear off pretty quickly. Mm. Although I, I look forward to using my little... Um, I've got like a... A voice shield thing in the back there with like it's quite padded and stuff and it yeah. kind of makes the voice sound a bit oh you well how am I going to see you on a webcam if you've got your head in a bloody padded <laughs> shield <laughs> I mean, it's probably a little bit overkill I think <laughs> as well I don't know actually it's, it's in terms of sound quality probably quite a good idea maybe the listeners would appreciate it yeah maybe although maybe. it'd just be one nicely sounding person I and the other's like <laughs> that's just my voice but I yeah. can also put my head in a padded shield and then maybe we can like <laughs> drill one hole to put the uh, webcam through. Nice. So you can just see each other really close and dark. <laughs> <laughs> just blinking eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Mm. It's um, this was what well, I was about to say was going to sound a little bit in, insulting, but like when we first started, recording sessions were a full on social session, less of an actual recording a podcast, more a piss up. And yeah, it took seven hours. Yeah, and it kind of has gradually got to the point where now, more often than not, neither of us drink. But even like six months ago, it was still four cans, four yeah. cans and done. Um, but at least it wasn't a bottle of vodka, six cans. Yeah, cigarettes every ten minutes for me. <laughs> it was like a yeah, it was a weird time. Um, so I think if we'd gone then to doing remote recording, when, I would have felt yeah. bereaved. Yeah, but I difficult. think this could be manageable. I also think, for listeners, um, I imagine we'll probably do more guest episodes. We'll probably think, let's mm. get people uh, in so that it's worth one of us, either you coming to Brighton or me coming to London. So that might be a good thing for the podcast. Yeah. Exciting times. Yeah. But yeah. what is also an exciting time is, you, Harry, you're on holiday now. Oh man, I'm on holiday. I've been waiting for this for what feels like a year. It's, I've, I've had like a little weekend break, but technically that only took two days off for that. Yeah. But no, I, my my um, colleague was off for three and a half weeks and it, f- it meant I had a lot to do over the last month. And um, 
just got to the point where I haven't really had a break from this all in such a long time that I was just like, right, I'm going to book that week off. Yeah. And I'm just going to look after myself a bit. Bit of a staycation. Definitely a bit of a staycation. I've got nothing to do. Nowhere to go. I've got to wait till people stop working. Yeah. Because that's the thing, really, isn't it? you got everyone else just kind of carries on with their life. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. It's partially why I haven't really taken much time off this work this work this year either. Because mm. like, what am I gonna do? Exactly. <laughs> like, where am I gonna go? Am I? That's why I was trying to save my days up. But yeah. we're coming up to the end of the year now. I've still yeah. got ten days left. Yeah, but just enjoy it. Like, mm. just live the life. Go I'm, for walks. I'm gonna go for walks. I'm gonna go for. I feel like I want to do exercise stuff. I want to kind of. Um, I want to do music. The whole idea was to kind of sit back for a week and like get some something together, like some kind of ideas for something I'd like to do because I haven't really done that kind of thing for years now. Yeah. Um. So it's just kind of I was just gonna sit down, listen to stuff, play around with things, and log get logic out, and just try and learn new stuff and exciting. I don't know. Just yeah, it's, it's a little bit weird because it's. Yeah somewhat a little bit what I do at work so it kind of feels like I might be working again this week but it's more the, the fun side just all the fun side stuff I found very similar things in that like when I've had uh, time off there's a part of me that wants to do sort of my own design projects make you know make some art make some things that I've just had ideas for over time but then if I literally open my laptop during time off I'm like Ugh. yeah because <laughs> grace I'm going to see emails come up and stuff, yeah. so I'm, I should probably just shut down mail. Yeah, just um, get that out of your dock straight away. Yeah. Nowhere near. Don't even in fact, I've got another profile on there, a tracks yeah. profile. Yeah, do that. Just going to put pop that on Yeah. and have nothing else come in. Yeah, just have a holiday profile with a big smiley face in the background. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that sounds a bit scary. Um, yeah, but we, I was saying to you earlier... Uh, I heard an interview with Brockhampton the other day mm. talking about their new album Iridescence that is coming out pretty soon I believe and they've basically in 10 days made an entire album from scratch yeah I know so you've got 9 days off I think all told so in, to including the 2 weekends so if I don't get at least 7 or 8 tracks out of you seven I'm going to be tracks. livid like I told you 3 I could probably get 3 1 good one and 2 kind of alright half finished and that's all you're getting. I don't want to pile pressure on you, but the episode after next, which is the one that will um, tie in with the end of your holiday, can we listen to a song? I mean, if I've got something, then yeah. <laughs> can you promise us? No. <laughs> so, uh, what if I make one too? Do you know what I will do, actually? Yeah. I can almost definitely promise this. Is that I'm going to make a theme tune for another podcast? You can probably guess what it is. It's because we've we've been asked, we've been uh, thinking about doing it for about two years now. Who us? Well, we 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 think it's a good idea to make a theme tune for another podcast we listen to. Oh, if I were you, if I were you, and I, they they're always saying that they're running out of like yeah. theme tunes. So I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll give that a go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Do that, and then when they say if you, because they always plug something, plug exactly. tracks. That is the reason I'm doing it. <laughs> Wicked, do that. So that's, yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. I, I actually forgot about that. Um, so I need to write that down. I'm going to make use of my whiteboard 
and put down some like tasks and fun oh, like, things you, to do. You do love doing like a you're one planning, of those people who yeah plans things like quite thoroughly. Mm. That is a a big enjoyable pastime. And yeah, well, I, I wasn't going to finish that sentence. Say you never do it because that felt again mean. No, I do. I absolutely love. Like I sit there and I work out how how much I'm going to earn and how much I'm going to save and how I'm going to do this and then I never do it I work yeah. out what I'm going to eat and when I'm going to exercise when I'm going to do that never do it so yeah I'm, I like to kind of get in the mind frame and then just eat just very quickly just get out of it again and yeah. go back to being a stupid yeah, because, lobby prick I mean I, <laughs> I do these things too because in your head it's like I, I'm capable of this and then you realise <laughs> yeah. no you just look out of the view and you're like well they're doing it and they're not like special so I'll just do it too I sometimes like I was a while ago going through with my notes on my phone and there was like these like plans of my day that I'd written down like wake up at seven (laughs) o'clock drink a pint of water don't look at your phone yet do this do that and it's like no oh I've done that and I've always put in some things in there which you're gonna do anyway so it feels like you're checking things off a list yeah but waking up shouldn't be on (laughs) wake up wash yourself like yeah. don't put that on your list you should be doing that anyway yeah I've been trying something this week which uh, has been an interesting experiment I heard some kind of sleep expert talking about how how important sleep is and how all of us neglect sleep and talking about how it can like set you up for the day ahead of you mm. um, and if you if you have a bad sleep basically you've got no chance on the, on the rest of the stuff and they said one of the best things you can do to improve your mood and your productivity and your health is not wake up from an alarm so because it disrupts you in the middle of a sleep cycle and essentially it's going to get you off to a bad start Mm. so i can't risk that well what they say is if you've so if you've got like to go to work or whatever you set an alarm where like there's no snoozing that's the very last point where you can possibly get up so you have to wake up as soon you have to get up as soon as the alarm goes off but if you wake up like half an hour 45 minutes before that just get up like don't go back to sleep because then you're going to wake yourself up in the wrong part of a sleep cycle so I keep waking up at like an hour before I need to be up and just trying to get up really and it's an interesting experiment because I part of me hates it but part of me does actually genuinely feel better for it so this is a good week to do that then yeah like don't set any alarms I'm gonna be waking up at silly times no but the point is you won't wake you won't wake up the first time if I go to sleep properly not too late then I can it would probably be a good chance to get myself into a good sleep cycle again or a good like body clock but you won't the point is you won't the first time you wake up won't be too late because you're not going to literally sleep all the way through till 2 o'clock in the afternoon oh I see what you mean yeah the first time you wake up you get up as long as it's not like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think they said like a sleep cycle's four hours. So if you're four hours off when you need to get up, you can go back to sleep. If I'm on a holiday, I wake up at seven. Yeah, but I haven't got to be up, so I go back to sleep and then wake up at half eleven yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but no, the That's, first time it's you all wake very up. easily said though, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's hard, like because it feels stupid as well. Though, what as do what? you do? What's your what's your attempt? What's your method of trying to keep yourself awake? Well, you don't have. To, the point is, you're more awake than normal. Because you've you've woken up naturally. You've woken up when your body told you that you were ready to wake up. Oh, that's interesting. Which is like, if I've ever, sometimes in the morning I wake up and I feel like oh, I'm well awake. Yeah. 
and then I end up going back to sleep and then waking up when my alarm goes and it's like Jesus yeah it's so the, that that makes a lot of sense it's the same thing as like if you have like an hour long nap and you wake up like oh I yeah. feel like I want to die I was alright I was just a bit tired before and now I'm like the walking zombie <laughs> now, it's the same thing now it's four months ago and like I feel <laughs> weird uh, yeah so it's the same thing give that a go yeah I'll give that a go this, this could be an interesting time yeah I might do some yoga as well oh my god I'd like to see that the gym, mate I'm flexing as shears. <laughs> are you really yeah everyone always says it who's everyone flexing every time I of? like do anything that where people would expect me to be like and I'm actually like like just the other day people were doing this so they good podcast material what it is yeah <laughs> so imagine like you put your arms out yeah stretch kind of like a starfish mm-hmm. uh, and then you bring the other hand over and sort of lean it's a very like lean 80s aerobics type yeah exactly pose so people were doing that to see how far they could go and everyone was yeah. like struggling to get past here and I was just like yeah and I was like touching the floor with that <laughs> hand and everyone's like blimey what you, how do you do that wow. uh, it's just because I'm deceivingly uh, flexible mm, interesting so people look at me and go he's gonna fall over well you heard it here first ladies mm-hmm. deceivingly flexible they certainly know have no let's move on <laughs> uh, let's move properly on musical highlights of the week yeah. we normally do that around now do you have one? I do have one actually, and I'm I'm very proud of this one. Um, so, as you know, Tim, I do know Harry. That, um, part of my job at work is to sign bands, mm. is to go out there and listen to people and think they're good. Yeah, and I've I've done just that, I've and just I've found done it. This absolute gem of a band from Chicago called Lucille Furs. Mm-hmm. I like the name already. Yeah, it's a name that appeals to me. Nice imagery, nice uh, aesthetic behind them. So they are a a group of lads from Chicago who make kind of psychedelic rock. Yeah. 70s style psychedelic rock. It's it's what the name suggests they would sound like. Yeah. It's, is what they sound like, and I mean that in a good way. And you, you look at all their kind of, you know, their style and everything about them and you think, that's the world you fit into. Yeah. They remind me a little bit of uh, the Growlers sometimes. They have kind of strokesy elements in there sometimes as well. Um, and I've just been kind of showing this band to everyone because it's it's rare that you come across somebody who have a crazy, crazy low amount of like streams and figures behind them. And they have their fans. They have people listening to them all the time because they're great. But you just think, wow, you're at a stage where you should be really, really good. Yeah. Um, well, not really, really good, like really, really well known, or people should be making more of a fuss about you. Um, so I'm going to play a track of theirs. And nice. You know. Do it. Big them up. I'm bigging them up. Your it's boys. Time to show off my boys. <laughs> not a euphemism. <laughs> um, I'm going to play a track called uh, Baby Blaze. It's a wicked track. Listen to it. <laughs> we will. <laughs> right now. She likes the one she made up 
go, Baby Blaze by Lucille Furs. Nice. I like that one. A bit of a kind of um, almost Liam Gallagher-esque vocal. Yeah. Over quite sort of 60s psyche music. Mm. Like it. Yeah, they're, they're really, really cool. I can't wait to see them grow. Any plans to like play shows over here or anything like that? Or is that a uh, bit far off I don't at think this so, moment? No. They're currently working on a second record. They released their first one, I think, a year ago. Um... So they're working on the seconds. They're they're in Chicago at the moment, so they'll probably be doing some stuff over there. Yeah. Um go and check that out. Go and find them if you can. Please. Nice. Do it. For me. Do it for Harry. And then. Uh Tim, have you got anything you would like to present to the crowd? Oh, the the assembled audience yeah. of the podcast. I do indeed, and this week it's a really big one for me. Lovely. Um I'm gonna use a classic Harry Williams line and say it might even be one of my favourite albums of the year you say so that far. Too. Yeah, I know. But you say it more. <laughs> it's kind of super group type uh, situation we're going with here, but they're actually worth calling super, unlike a lot of the previous incarnations mm. of that kind of thing. We're going Big Red Machine, mm. which is, of course, Justin Vernon, aka Bonnevere, and uh, Aaron Dressner of The National. This is their little project that they've put together. Uh, and. It's absolutely amazing. The self-titled debut album. I say debut album. I don't know if there's going to be a follow-up to this. You often Just kind of feel with... kind of thing with Justin, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and you often feel with Justin Vernon that he kind of does something and then moves on. He's got his fingerprints all over everything at the moment. Apparently, fingers in all the pies. Apparently, he's um, produced one of the songs on Eminem's new album as well. Really? Yeah. Don't know what that's going to be like. After we just found out that he, he was one of the writers on uh, Kids See Ghosts. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's a very busy man. Um, but yeah, so this record, I think 10 or 11 songs, and it, it's just amazing. In terms of like feel and texture and stuff, it's not a million miles away from 22 million, the last Bon Iver record. Um, but actually, I found on first listen, bear in mind that we're recording this the day after it came out. So while I've listened to it about 10 times at least, I listened to it pretty much nonstop all day yesterday. Like, this is still very much like the initial excitement of finding something new that you love. Um, but I found, I kind of feel like there's more to initially get your teeth into than 22 million. And that's saying something, because I mm. love that record. Um, but it's more accessible and more kind of open, I think. And it's got like some, there's, there's like a trip hop record on, like, song on that. It's great. Um, so, obviously, we all know kind of wheel in this room know the kind of stuff that Justin Vernon does and um, so it's interesting to read about like what Aaron Dressner has brought to the table and a lot of people say that like cause I'm, are you that familiar with him? I don't really know The National that much I've, I I know their name and I know a lot of American podcasters and they are always talking about The National and it's just yeah. something I don't think they ever really travelled over here as much as no. it's a thing over there no, but supposedly one of his like big um, sort of trademarks when he works on this kind of stuff is he works on the rhythm section and he's got like quite big Afrobeat influences. And listening to this record with that knowledge, you kind of realise that while in some ways it feels like a Bon Iver record, that is like the 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 beats and the yeah the rhythms on it are very different. He has brought something really interesting and cool to the table, but that makes it sound like it's not going to have the kind of sensitive. Uh, softer, nuanced moments that we know from earlier Justin Vernon work, mm. but it really does. It's kind of it's got those the light and shade is kind of what makes this record brilliant. It's kind of nuanced and sensitive, whilst also being kind of huge and expansive at times. Um, 
and it's kind of it's that contrast that I think makes it so intriguing like you've got some really ballsy brash tunes and then you've got uh, the second song which starts with the lyrics I better not fuck this up and he just says that over and over again and then he's like we better not fuck this up it's like it's so it's it's so intriguing to um to see these two styles completely collide um and yeah it's kind of even in the sense that there's sort of the normal Justin Vernon folky side to it but then at the same time it feels really modern and fresh and um electronic at times I saw someone describe it as digital soul and I kind of think it does seem like digital soul I, I don't normally like those kind of subgenre titles but I feel like for this it works um it's one of those records that i feel like you just need to go and listen to basically because i'm i can ramble on and sort of use silly words and talk about how it's all these many things but really you just need to get your headphones on immerse yourself in it spend 46 minutes listening to such a a a record with such breadth and such intrigue and i i just feel like everyone's gonna fall in love with it Mm. i really have already and yeah if i had to do like an album of the year list right now I think it's my favourite thing I've heard this year. And that's really saying something. Because it's yeah. been a good year. Have you listened to any of it yet? I have, yeah. Um, a couple of songs. It's, it's not often that you find a Bon Iver project before I do. Or a, a Justin Vernon project before I do. And now I don't want to hear it. Because of you. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> it's I just You told me to listen to it yesterday. I've, I was very busy. Yeah. And you said, have you heard it? And I, I tried to put it on at work, and I was about four songs in. I was like, no, I can't do this now. Like it's, it doesn't deserve yeah. this. It doesn't deserve a, a back, backward, back room play. It needs to be on in my ears. Yeah. Um. So I just turned it off and thought I'd listen to that when I want to. Yeah. And I, I thought it was going to be your highlight. Um. So, sorry, I couldn't listen to it. Oh yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we'll do. And maybe, maybe next week or something, we can see what you think of it. Because I'm sure you're going to love it as well. There's absolutely no reason from what i've heard i definitely do yeah uh so i could pick absolutely any song from this album um and be equally as excited to hear it but i'm gonna go with forest green probably it was the second single that they put out from it so it came it predated the album a little bit maybe it's because i've sat with it a little bit longer that it kind of stands out as one of my favorites but um yeah it's great you're gonna love it nice one here it is big red machine forest green
Big Red Machine with Forest Green. Harry, thoughts? Any? I do. Very good. Um, <laughs> I very much like. I don't think I've heard that one. What song is it on the album? Is it one of the beginning ones or maybe two or three? I think. Okay, maybe half. It's quite early on. That really shows what how poor my listening experience was the first time. Yeah, barely to get in. Um, just what I would want from that kind of project. Obviously, heavy with his vocal. Um, and it has quite a lot of elements of early uh, Bon Iver with the kind of guitars, the kind of 
almost synthesizer sounding guitars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then near the end, I think it went into the next song, which I haven't heard either, and it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, I need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds wicked. Yeah. You'll love it. I'm nice sure one. I will. So that brings to a close our musical highlights of, of the, the week. week. remember dancing in september yes <laughs> me too we've danced in september many a time i imagine loads yeah you're doing it now yeah because is it, is it the first now is the first yeah as we record yeah but as our listeners here it will be the fourth or fifth potentially <laughs> or ninth or twelfth <laughs> um either way this is our first episode of september 2018 mm. and really when you think of september and you think of music, you only go one place, don't you? Absolutely. Where is it? Well, three places, actually. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Firstly. Yeah. And then a windy earth. Yeah. Wind isn't really a place. And a fiery earth. None of those are places apart from the first one. The first one is a place. So one place. Earth. <laughs> one place, two elements. One place, two elements, yeah. Yeah. Earth, wind and fire, of course. Of course. September. The classic tune. Oh, no, no. That was my impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this tune was such a... Um, it takes me back to uni years. Yeah. Because uh, we used to have a certain amount of... I think there was a Bob Marley track, and this one always kind of goes on near the end of pre-drinks before we went out. Mm. To the point where it's now a little tricky to listen to every now and then. Like, it's it can be on quite a bit. Yeah. It's like, um, you make my dreams come... I've heard that so many times now. <laughs> Really? Like they're still great songs, and yeah. it's no—it's not like the killers. When it's like, oh god, I've heard this. I hate it. It's yeah. like, oh, I've heard this a lot. I yeah. will bear with it yes. because it's a good song. But Jesus, <laughs> yeah, it is one of those. It—it it seems to come on a lot in nights out in Brighton as well. Yeah, myself and your brother Jack Great like pizza. to sing uh, September to every single line. So. September, na 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 na. September, na 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 September. What is it? He like butchering songs. I don't know. You do that a lot with other things, don't you? Uh, yeah. Or just sing like football versions of songs. Oh yeah, we do that a lot. Yeah. I just like the whole banteriness of it. Well, I, I, it's the it's the that contrast. You know, I've, I've just been going on about contrast, but I like when we're like, for example when we we're on to on our way to the Maccabees last ever show and we were singing toothpaste kisses as it how a football hooligan would oh yeah <laughs> cradle me I'll cradle, cradle you, you. I'll just... win your heart with a woo woo <laughs> there's just something about it that tickles me yeah um, wrong place isn't it yeah exactly so this week what we've decided to do is split the main bit of the episode into three bits earth wind fire Sick. we're gonna have a song choice for each and we're gonna have a bit of fun <laughs> Does that sound good to you, Harry? Yeah, it sounds wicked. Cool. So, we're starting on Earth, and I've got a question for you. Interesting. You told me your question, Jim. Told me what? So then, well, you'll I'm... get the gist of where I'm going with these from oh, really? the first one. It's a big question. Okay. Some would say the biggest. Really? 
How much does the Earth weigh? You got three chance, three choices. This, I'm not just gonna make you make up a number. I think I know it. Do you? I don't know. So first, I need to tell you that a sextillion is a thousand trillion metric tons. Okay. So is it five point nine seven two sextillion? Mm. Is it fifty nine point seven two sextillion, mm. or is it five hundred ninety seven point two sextillion tons? Metric tons. Interesting. Because I thought it was gonna like weigh nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it floats. I thought it was, no. I thought it was a trick question because of like the difference between weight and mass and stuff. Or maybe it's the same thing. I can't remember. Um, I believe this is literally this is a bit pot luck to be The Earth on a massive scales. Yeah. Okay. How they've calculated it, I have no idea. Well, science, isn't it? Yeah. Good old scientists making up stuff and <laughs> just telling us it's the truth. Exactly. Uh, I'm. Can I have them again really quickly? It's 5.972, 59 59.72, 597.2. 559. That wasn't a choice. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> uh, incorrect. The correct answer is 5.972. Okay. That's mad. Fun <laughs> fun extra fact though that I found out while I was researching that. Did you know the earth is getting heavier? Because of the people? I guess so. Or we're making shit. Well people and stuff, yeah. Yeah. It's like there's funny enough, it's like there's a there's a finite any I feel like anything we have ever made as humans was already on this earth to yeah. begin with. There's only so many particles, aren't there, or something yeah, like that. The elements were here. Yeah, and we just worked out how to make them make sense and put them together to yeah. make things. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> we know things, listeners, or at least we have Google, yeah. <laughs> um, Twitter. So, <laughs> well, do you want to do you want to do your song pick, and then we can talk a bit about the Earth, maybe? Yeah, I do like the Earth. You know, yeah, me too. It's a decent it does, place, isn't it? It does slightly relate to my love of space. For space, yeah, which is why I'm actually going to go for the pick that I've got. Okay, go. Um, now, so I've got, I've I've told you um, many reasons as to why I love space and all these different things about the stars, about the galaxies, about the size of it, about everything there is to do with space. But I too also do love. I do as well. <laughs> <laughs> words and words, love Earth. <laughs> and I'm a little bit ashamed of how little I've seen of Earth. Because yeah. I, I just the other day I went onto uh, Google Earth. <laughs> like you nearly forgot the name yeah, of it. No, after saying it 15 times. Uh, I went on Google Earth and I did this thing uh, where you kind of pick, you click the dice. <laughs> Chips dropped his phone. <laughs> And he's looking at it like, I need that. Back. I really don't. No, but you, you've been looking at it like that. Just sadly. I can't. Nice socks. Huh? Nice socks. Thank you, mate. Pepsi socks. Pepsi socks. Um, sorry. Um, H&M. Anyway, we're both easily distracted. Yeah, today. I mean, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Uh, I was looking Earth. at Google Earth, and uh, I was doing this thing where you click the dice, or the die, and it would take you to a random place in the Earth, and you could zoom down, you could like go into 3D to have a look at it and stuff. I was just clicking it for about 40 minutes just yeah. going to different places and I was like it's sad that as far as I'm concerned that's fiction 
Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's real. I haven't seen it. It is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it almost it's definitely is real. real. Um, but it, I just wish I could see a lot more of it. And I feel like that was always such a a number one thing for me to do with my life. Yeah, and I haven't you, got around to it. And I'm not saying that you I'm are only a young it. little baby, yeah, Harry. I know. I'm a little baby. <laughs> um, that was weird. I I just love it. And, I, it, you know, I'm sure you're one of many people one of the best things about England and one of its absolute treasures is Sir David Attenborough and he brings out these shows that kind of show you yeah I mean we're so like obsessed with trying to find new planets and stuff but it's like Jesus just look at the weird stuff that's happening here I know some of those like sometimes I watch his programs and I I'm just like is this CGI like have they just made this up because I've never seen anything like this, and it yeah. seems like it must just be. They just show fiction. you some weird, like, thing that lives in a, a husk of a, another yeah. animal thing, and it looks like this weird monkey, <laughs> like, jellyfish dog. And it, they, you're just like, no, like, who, yeah. could, who made that up? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm calling bollocks, Amber. Yeah, you're a liar. <laughs> there's, there's this um, island, apparently. Uh, near Australia or just off the coast of Australia that has this animal I think it's called a quacku or a, or <laughs> something weird it's a duck it's <laughs> quacku uh, it just kind of looks like a little badger bear <laughs> and apparently it's an island where it has like no predators and like they just eat like I think they're herbivores these things just run wild so they just run around and people go and see them and they're just not scared of anyone or scared of anything so they just come up to you and just like sit on your shoulder and smile at the camera that sounds fun and if you look at the animal um, I should probably find out the name <laughs> of the animal because when you will type in quacku nothing will come up <laughs> in fact let's find out what comes up when you put in quacku nothing <laughs> what <laughs> a surprise a, like a weird cool duck there yeah that's not the real thing so I've just looked it up very quickly it's called a quacker so I was quite close. Yeah, that's not far off at all. Um, have a little, have a little look at him or her. Oh, it's There's... like a, it's like a massive hamster. Yeah, it's like a big hamster guinea pig. <laughs> they're very thing. cute. I like them. Yeah, and like you can go there and just like <laughs> take photos with them, and then then they're happy to just kind of oblige and and sit with you. And <laughs> I they're like just those. they're just lovely. I mean, that's the kind of thing I want to do to them. I want to go and see funny little cute bears. Yeah. Um, I've I've absolutely sidetracked. Can I just point out that to find that you did Google happy animal in Australia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually put happy animal and it came up with in Australia. Everyone knows about it. Um, the reason why I'm going on about animals and stuff is because the track that I'm going for is called Wild by Beach House. Nice. And it <laughs> doesn't really say anything about Earth. It's the wild. One of the best <laughs> things about the Earth is the wild. And animals. And <laughs> crazy mountains in the wild. <laughs> nice. So the, this is wild by Beach House. <laughs>
so there we go that's my very loosely uh, linked track to earth um, which was wild by beach house um tim i've got a question for you go for it um where on earth because we're talking about earth would you like to visit if i if i said here's a ticket go tomorrow where's my on like, your own on my own yeah also, oh. you haven't got to worry about safety. You haven't got to worry about kind of, oh, but I haven't got no money. So okay. you know, all that stuff is just, you can go there and you can just enjoy it for what it is. I mean, I've never travelled anywhere on my own, as in like abroad. I've never okay, been on a plane on my own. I don't, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> um, my like, number one place I've I want to... said my like, <laughs> <laughs> which is down the road. <laughs> no, I said I'll take me. And we will be going to, I really want to go to Japan. Japan, Japan is really? like the place I want to explore the most I feel like there's such there's so many things that interest me there like their culture is so kind of so different but at the same like at the same time I I'm not so interested in like kind of ancient monuments and ruins and things like that like it'd be cool to see the pyramids it'd be cool to see the Great Wall of China that kind of stuff but it doesn't really like float my boat I like pop culture and I like Mm. modern things and I like the future more than the past I would say so I would like to go to Japan purely because I think like it looks a bit like the future like Tokyo looks crazy yeah, it um, looks like some a scene from uh, Blade Runner kind of stuff a lot well, some of it because Japan's yeah. a big place there's a lot of other stuff as well, well that's but. what I like the look about Japan as well though because then you can go really rural and explore this kind of beautiful beautiful country hmm. uh, in all this kind of natural glory but then yeah you've got also the food's great like yeah, I was saying to somebody that this morning, um, that I would love to go and have, like absolutely proper sushi. Yeah, like in a, in a place where because I was watching this guy on YouTube like make it in this uh, restaurant in Japan, and uh, he was just meticulous with every stroke that his knife did on this yeah. fish, and he made it look absolutely stunning, and like the art and craftsmanship that went into it was just incredible I was yeah. like no I want to go and actually experience something proper you yeah. know not a place in London where you grab a four pound yeah yeah pound bit I mean there are proper ones in London yeah great sushi I restaurants I the most yeah, yeah. kind of authentic thing you can get absolutely so yeah Japan would be like my top my top destination and I'd like to go and watch Japanese music and I'd like to go to see like Japanese sports and all those kind of things like that would just see what Japanese people do Mm. What are they all knocking about doing? Yeah. This and that. Japan, how about you? Uh, Japan would be a good one. Um, You're a bit of a Yankee doodle, aren't you? I do really find America very interesting. I very much enjoyed what we talked about recently um, with the Dark Tourist, I think. Doing yeah some stuff like that where you're really outside of your comfort zone and seeing things yeah, yeah. that are just so weird. Like, if you could send me anywhere... Like, I don't know, like, maybe some undiscovered tribe on some, like, island somewhere. Yeah, or I'd like to go and see, like, Machu Picchu or something. I would really like to do that, too. But, yeah, I feel like I find it hard to imagine you picking anywhere as a dream destination more than New York. Like, you, you really want to go to America, right? I do. I do. I think given the choice of like anywhere in the world I think there are different there are different really? places if you said right you go and live somewhere yeah then I would different. like to try that 
but no I feel like if I was given the choice to go anywhere in the world I wouldn't want to pick somewhere that is quite close to the place <laughs> quite easy yeah that is true yeah like it's, it, it, you're just in a slightly different yeah. place it's, it's not that different is it yeah. say different again although I, I heard someone saying the other day that if Americans didn't speak English we would see them as being very foreign like they're very different people to us yeah because um, everything that's why I find it so interesting is yeah. because and we've got a lot of American listeners um, yeah <laughs> yeah don't insult them too much yeah um, no like it's not in a bad way I just yeah. find the place so diverse in yeah. you know every state seems so different yeah. from, from the east coast to the west yeah. and and then you go further up north which you know I'd really like to go to I was going to say Polaroid yeah. um, that's not what I mean top north east no northwest Alaska no not that northwest begins with P Portland Sh- Portland thank you really want to go to Portland yeah so much so that I do not know what it's called um yeah I just find it really amazing and yeah. like all this stuff at the moment with Trump and that just seems like we're watching yeah. it's like we're on the other side of the like field just kind of watching some weird play yeah. go on that's yeah. like I've, yeah I've actually just remembered who it was who said that it was uh, a guy from the the Times newspaper who's now he was uh, he's a political correspondent who he was based in Brussels reporting on the EU then he was based in Berlin reporting on German politics mm. and then he got moved to Washington and he was saying that um, he expected it to feel like home he's English and he expected it to feel like the most like home that he'd been of any of those places and he got there and he realised as he sort of travelled around and thought he realised actually Americans are totally their own thing and that's not in a bad way at all they're just like yeah they've got like the whole this whole thing that we don't really see we see a very like um, sort of manufactured version of America a lot of the time but actually they're the authentic American experience is something that's quite intriguing yeah like I've always said if I'll go there I want to live there for a bit yeah, I want to yeah. know what it and I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't get what it's like exactly to be one of them yeah. but I want to experience that because yeah, I yeah. find the whole college thing so strange yeah I'd, li- I'd love to like, go to like a college football game yeah like who kids. like who down here has their mate who's 17 who f- hundreds of thousands of people are turning <laughs> up to come and see yeah. because they're going to be the next Michael yeah. Jordan or whatever that doesn't happen down here when yeah. they're at college still yeah. it's just that like American sports are mad to me yeah but yeah anyway back to Earth I'm going to stick for my pick with an American so we're in the right place and funnily enough his surname is Washington how about that nice one well done Kamazi Washington yeah. is as we all kind of know pretty much the hottest jazz artist in the world right now um, he's unbelievably talented he's chiefly a saxophonist but he also produces composes he's a band leader he's like I think he just does the lot he just and he's just put out an uh, amazing amazing record called Heaven and Earth this mm. year uh, so that's why I'm picking him and the song I'm picking is one that I've been a bit obsessed with for a while it's called Street Fighter Mass and if you haven't seen the video for it absolutely absolutely do it's like basically a six minute long movie of him and his kind of posse searching for the ultimate opponent Hmm. that's all I'm going to say I don't want to spoil it too much but it's beautifully shot really cool really interesting and um, yeah this is a beautiful a little bit of an epic so it is quite long apologies listeners there's always the fast forward if you don't enjoy it that much but I think you will Um, it gets really funky in the middle so don't miss that bit you're gonna like it. This is Kamasi Washington with Street Fighter Mass. Mm-hmm. 
there you have it. That was Kamazi Washington, and we move on to wind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you with another question, Harry. Do you know what the fastest wind speed ever recorded in England was? Three choices again. 112 miles per hour, 145 miles per hour, or 173 miles per hour. He's thinking. 173 is too much. He's thinking. I will tell you that I will point out that it was recorded at the Craig Gorm Summit, which to me sounds like it's on top of a hill or a mountain or something. Yeah. On the 20th of March, 1986. Pretty windy year, to be fair. Yeah, well windy. Notoriously so. I'm going to go with... My gut says A, but I'm going to go with B. 145 miles per hour? Yeah. You're wrong again. It's 173 miles per hour. No way. I'm surprised England didn't just blow away. The whole thing. Like, tipple over or something. (laughs) I'm trying to think what that speed is. Like, do I know anything that goes that far? How fast does an F1 car go? Mm, Probably a bit like that. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Imagine that hitting you. Yeah. I mean, when we get, like, 70 mile an hour gusts they feel mad and like you can't really stand up yeah 173 ridiculous that's then again I don't know why I didn't think about you know you look at a tornado and it's able to pick up things I know that's a lot of that is to do with the way it's kind of moving and stuff but that's obviously pretty windy as well this well windy (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that 173 just sounds unrealistic but no of course would you like to see a tornado in real life IRL IRL I yeah why not I think I'd be quite up for it if I could guarantee I'd be safe mm. I think I'd quite get a bit of an adrenaline rush from it yeah well people I think you can tell what kind of path a tornado is going to take and yeah. you can still get tornadoes that aren't like lethal yeah. that don't like, tear tear people apart you get like tornado chasers don't you people yeah. like run after them not run after them but <laughs> <laughs> in a nice little jeep <laughs> um, yeah you do I wouldn't do that you know I'm not going to start running after it yeah driving after it. Um, <laughs> but I would like to see it from a distance and just be like Ooh, yeah that's mad yeah yeah pretty nice. mad <laughs> nice do you like wind no I hate it it's shit isn't it it's my least favourite thing yeah when you wake up in the morning and you realise it's really windy outside you just think oh, cannot be arsed with this for the next 12 hours it's like wind and rain are the worst things but when it's rainy it's okay when it's rainy and windy you know off. you're in for a bad day. Yeah. yeah. It's there to piss you off. Like, even even on a relatively sunny, normal day, and there's a gust, or there's it's, like, quite windy, like, five mile an hour, six mile an hour winds. Yeah. So, so barely. Um, but it's blowing the wrong way. Like, if you're wearing, like, a, a shirt, yeah. like an overshirt, and it's blowing it open constantly, it's just annoying. Yeah. Um, how dare you keep undressing me while I'm trying to walk yeah and Brighton where we live is quite a windy place Mm. and I find most days I'm quite annoyed by a bit of wind like I have very very thin and light hair so like a little breeze just makes all my hair stand up on end and I just sometimes I look at someone and they'll just look at me like what? Because everyone else's hair is like still and mine's just on end. It's like for fuck's sake. One does do that as well and I get like a parting. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a friend that moved down to Brighton a couple of months ago, and one of her biggest kind of reasons 
she kept saying I don't really want to because it's always so windy and I kept saying no it's not it's no windier than London there's nothing wrong with it fully lying yeah it's way windier than London oh yeah London's yeah. London's a breeze yeah huh? and con- <laughs> and considering you're now leaving Brighton for London you've mugged her right off yeah but less of that cause <laughs> I still haven't told her <laughs> anyway um, do you have a wind choice yeah I'm going really really simple with this um it's candle in the wind. No, it's way more like obvious. Okay. Um, and it's actually a name that I struggle with. So it's called the wind, <laughs> of course, by Cat Stevens. Oh, but it always yeah. says Yusuf I slash Cat Stevens, and I was I I don't really understand the history behind it enough to know what that is. Well, not the history, but I just don't know. Y- the... You're looking at the wrong person here, mate. Uh, oopsie days. I sh- I always knew that. I'm looking at some acoustic musician yeah I mean yeah. I know of this no, you don't. but well, I, I thought of do you don't um, know what Cat Stevens is I don't know is it a cat you wish <laughs> um, yeah it's very obvious there's there's no real thought gone behind this um, I was looking up windy songs Tim as you do so let's just play it because it's a, a beautiful song yeah. stunning I do love Cat Stevens um, is it uh, I think he does drink for one for the woman who made the rain Is that the office or extras or something? Uh that's extras, isn't it? Extras, yeah, I love yeah. that song. That might not even be them. Sorry. Yeah, I hope it's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is uh the wind. I listen to the wind, to the wind of my soul. Where I'll end up, well, I think only God really knows. I've sat upon the setting sun, but never, 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 never. I never wanted water once, never, never, never. Listen to my words, but they fall far below. I let my music take me where my heart wants to go. I swam upon the devil's lake, but never, 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 I'll never make the same mistake. Never, never, never So there we go, that was Cat Stevens with The Wind Lovely song, Tim What are you going with? I'm going with what Rolling Stone magazine declared the 379th best song ever so that's a pretty good accolade, right? How many are there? 500 on their list. There's only 500? Yeah. They haven't ranked every single song ever. What if you're going to say ever? Like, yeah. No, they, they cut out... I wonder how many songs there are ever. Who knows? They cut out a lot and just went for a top 500. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't take that any further and no, start I... thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> a ridiculous line of uh, interrogation there. <laughs> but, it, yeah. So they made a top 500, and 379 was Jimi Hendrix with... The Wind Cries Mary. It's 
Jimi Hendrix isn't really an artist that I know as much about as I should. Um, one of those that's always top of my list of like, come on, do your proper background work on popular music. If you don't know Hendrix, then really what right do you have to comment on any other music that has come since? But I, I just kind of don't know a lot. I think partly because, and again, this is this probably sounds so stupid to people who know more than me, but like, I don't really like guitar solos. And no, it's such a trademark of Hendrix that even though I can like appreciate the technical ability and love the sound of songs that he's made and totally appreciate that he's an icon, it is such a staple of Hendrix music, a guitar solo, that it is just a real put-off for me straight away. Yeah, I think because there's, for me, there's two types of guitar solo. There's plop it in because it makes sense and that's where a guitar solo goes and there's what Hendrix did where he made a guitar solo um, which had just as much emotion as a, a, a verse. Yeah. Um, that's why I think he's known for that kind of thing. Yeah. But then there's a lot of music I hear where it's like, well, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's just a thing. Depends if it's done well or not, but yeah. Yeah. It's my take on guitar solos. <laughs> I liked it. And we're going to go with it. Um, but this song is more the kind of Hendrix stuff that I am more drawn to. It's kind of, I guess, uh, it's more ballad-like, really. Quite atmospheric, a bit slower, a bit... Um, yeah, a bit less kind of in-your-face. There's a bit more restraint to it, and I guess that's what appeals to me the most. I'm not going to try and fill ten minutes talking about Hendrix, because I'm just going to sound silly. Do you know Kanye West's favourite song? I imagine it's probably a Kanye West song. No. No. What is Kanye West's favorite song? Tower. Really? Mm. Interesting. Has he ever sampled it? Don't know. <laughs> More <laughs> questions we don't have answers to, listeners. It's an interesting episode this week. I, I hope you we would know on if you had. Yeah, um, probably. Okay, well, let's just have a cheeky little <laughs> listen to The Wing Cries Mary by uh, Jim Hendrix. After all the jets are in the boxes. And the clowns have all gone to bed You can hear happiness staggering on down the street Footprints dressed in red And the wind whispers very of yesterday's life Somewhere a queen is weeping Somewhere a king has no wife And the wind it cries very
So there you have it, that was Jimi Hendrix, and we move on to our third and final segment. We've had earth, we've had wind, we go into fire. Fire. Probably one of the most exciting of all. Yeah. Dangerous. It's, yeah, it's funny. It's not funny, <laughs> it's the opposite of funny. <laughs> Let me finish. It's funny that uh, for such a... De- well, I think that's just the human nature, isn't it? Like, something that's so dangerous. When something's dangerous, it's cool, Yeah, in yeah. a way. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Like... Like, some people think guns are cool. Less uh, so. But they're dangerous. But they do have a little bit of fire that comes out. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, ooh, it makes a sound. <laughs> um, so, yeah, fire's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But as a Brit, when I think of fire, I think of one thing in particular, and that is the Great Fire of London, Harry. Jesus. I, I would like to know. Segway, boy. How long did the Great Fire of London burn for? Was it three days? Was it five days or was it fourteen days? I feel like I should know this one. The other ones are a bit like pie in the sky, but this one, <laughs> I feel like I should know about the history of this lovely country. Um, what was it? Two, seven, or fourteen? <laughs> no, <laughs> we said three, three, five, and fourteen. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking 14's too long but 5 might be not long enough fuck it 14 you're so you were so close to getting the right answer it's 5 5 14 (laughs) 14 on Sunday September the 2nd in 1666 scary year tomorrow 1666 just again. <laughs> yeah, but the devil. <laughs> 666. Oh, yeah. Uh, London caught on fire, is what it says here. <laughs> I like the idea that London caught on Wasn't fire. Wasn't it a bakery? I don't know. I haven't got, it's not in my notes. Yeah, um, it but one third of London was destroyed, including the homes of about 70,000 of the 80,000 inhabitants of the city. How many died? I don't know. That was just their homes. It's too morbid to talk about all the people that probably died. <laughs> I but, didn't mean that. I mean, what's the number you just came up with? <laughs> Are you listening to anything today? Um, 80,000 homes in London at the time. Yeah. 70,000 burnt to a crisp. You just said a third. One third of London was destroyed. Right. 70,000 homes. That's mad. Yeah. Destroyed? Destroyed in five days. Well, it was the Great Fire, but... yeah. So there you go. We don't hear about that much, do we? 
I mean, no. it was years ago, to be fair. Yeah, it's been a while. But uh, <laughs> we moved on. I think we did, we did. Did we talk about that at school? Yeah, I feel like I, that's probably the only place I would have learned that. Uh, yeah, I probably I, didn't go into it that deep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, fire. Oh, did you ever? Were you like scared of fires when you were a kid? I think that was like one of my major fears when I'd be like, really, when I was like in bed, I wasn't like as a kid <laughs> thinking it's gonna be a fire. <laughs> yeah, like I wasn't scared of like monsters in the wardrobe or things like no, you're coming of... and attacking me or like burglars or anything like that. It was fire. I thought there was might be a fire and I didn't really know what I would do. No, fires were fine. I spent my life worried about aliens coming down and taking us. And the BFG. I used to hate the BFG. I mean, logical brain, illogical brain. Mine was a real threat. Yeah, but you were also six and you're thinking fires. <laughs> <laughs> you're not normal. Uh, maybe not. But. No, I'm. I'm actually. Um, I'm not a arsonist. Good to know. But I do like the kind of, you know, like I'm. I'm a real candle person. Yeah, you do. And I, I like to. If I'm striking a match, I'll tend to do that a few more times before I actually light the candle. Why? Because you like the smell. The smell. The way the smoke kind of <laughs> goes in the air. Um, the way fire looks, like if you, I've, I've taken lots of like macro lens um, photos of fire and stuff. It just it amazes me that it's a it's a thing. Like, I think you might be an artist. I'm not. I've never set anything I like. Set loads of matches outside the house unnecessarily. Uh, lots of lighters, and we had um, at scouts. I was really good at making fires. Right. Yeah. Can we just dwell on the fact that you were a scout for a while? I, I seem to scout. think that you're a scout till you're quite old. I mean, you say that, but you I think you become a... I think you move to the next one when you're, like, 15. Yeah. And we were, like, two years off that. Or three years, maybe. Okay. That is quite old to be a scout still, though, isn't it? What, 13? Isn't it? No. <laughs> you look offended. Because 13's really young. I think people stop being scouts when they're like 10, but I don't know. I no, never went I think scouts. there's Adventure Scouts, which starts at like 15 or 16 or something like that. Okay. I can't really remember how it goes, but it was a long time ago. Friends was still on. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> Things like 2004. Okay. That was quite a long time ago. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Things just took a turn in here, listeners. <laughs> the sun has gone down outside and it's got frosty in here as well. Yeah. Um, we need some fire. Well, yeah, exactly. Would you like to pick a song so we can have a little break and compose ourselves, Harry? Oh, uh, let's do that. Um, I'm going with something very recent. Uh, I it was just it's been on my mind. Uh, very, it's been on my mind a lot at the moment mm-hmm. because I'm starting to think that it's one of the best things I've heard this year. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but uh, we never really had a massive chance to talk about it, apart from I think we had a, a song at the end of a few episodes ago. Uh, reborn but it's Kanye West and Kid Cudi's project uh, Kid See Ghosts yes. and I've, I've found that album to me has become something that I just keep finding new things from every time I listen to it and I think it's absolutely sublime piece of work and we talked about Yay quite a bit and for some reason this one got a little bit sidetracked and I think this has surpassed Yay by yeah. a massive amount I agree I think it's I think it's the best thing he put out this year and he put out a lot of things that he'd been working on and mm. that, that's probably why uh, we didn't talk about it so much because I think we talked about Ye I think we also talked about the Nas album that he produced mm. 
we might have even talked about um, Pusha T's. Yeah. So, you know, this was the fourth one, and you kind of, there was a little bit of, can't just keep talking about Kanye every week, but it's the best. I think it's the best thing he's probably done since um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I think this is better than T-Lop. Um, it's hard to put them two together, because you with this new kind of seven-song thing, you're looking at kind of a long EP. Yeah. Um, but it's really, really caught my attention. It's 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 not just a hip hop album. Like it's full of just like experimental hip hop and psyche elements, and it's just wicked. Um, but there's a song in it called Fire, and it's a really good song. I think it's the second track. Yeah. Um, and uh, do you know much about Kid Cudi? Kid Cudi. I know a reasonable about, amount about Kid Cudi in terms of he sort of stormed onto the scene with a few mixtapes, which were amazing. Then had a first album, which was really, really cool. Had some classics on there. Obviously, there was then the remix of Day and Night that blew up mm. over here. He He's kind of been a Kanye protege forever. He's out of Chicago. But over the last number of years, has put out some really bad, yeah, I remember bad I, music. I can't remember. It was the one about Bullet. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but the one of him. It's like a blurry oh, picture of him. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I remember putting it on, I was like... What is yeah. it? I thought I came knowing what I was going to get because he'd just done a TED Talks. Yeah. And it was such an oh, interesting talk. Oh, yeah, I've seen talk. his TED Talk, yeah. Um, and then I think that album came out briefly, or it came out after. Um, and I was just like, what is this weird punk album? Yeah. Punk punk album is... It just didn't sit with me, and it was it just wasn't very well made. I was like, yeah. I think he's killed. killed I feel like he really, he really lost his way. And when it got announced, when Kanye announced that he was doing a project with Kid Cudi, there was a lot of kind of um, I'm skeptical. There was a lot of scoffing on the internet. People sort of making jokes about, uh, "I wish I had as much faith in anything as Kanye has in Kid Cudi." Like mm. saying, you know, it just doesn't make any sense why he's persevering with him. Clearly, Kanye saw something that we didn't, and I think he's in a good place at the moment, Cudi. Yeah. Like he's he's definitely been through some stuff, and. Uh, he's really come through on this album yeah. yes it's, and it's every part he's got is absolute gold yeah there's verses that I don't think he's ever touched the level of previously in no. terms of not only in terms of like wordplay but in terms of delivery it yeah, it's perfect and, some of the stuff he's doing on this yeah and Reborn the track it's the track is so it fits what he's yeah. been going through and it, it just makes perfect sense and it's like yeah he's come out the other side yeah and it could be up there. Yeah. I think they both needed this album, didn't they, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, with its kind of mixed response and Kanye with just his general antics this like year. It sounds like they might have been working on this for like five years. It just yeah. sounds like that much has gone into it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play the track Fire. Couldn't get more obvious with this one, uh, but it's a wicked track. And uh, go listen to it because it's like 26 minutes long. It's really easy to yeah. do. Um, so go and do that. Uh, but we'll give you a hand here with one of the tracks, which is Fire. I love all your shit talking. I love all your shit talking. You ain't got nothing better to do with yourself. I done proved to myself. Back on that ruling myself, I got new news to tell. Act like you knew you done fail. Only to know how I feel. And only if you knew how I felt. Snipped a little booch off the nail. Through with mixed messages, through with the mail. Only a few in the fail. Little bit off of the real.
so many days I prayed to God All this pain I couldn't seem to find a way On the mission, live it, carry on Got my family I'm seeing through by the days Never late, pull up a seat and come grab a plate Check the date, let him hate This the type shit that they couldn't make Watch your fate, leaving buzzing, thought they wasn't, huh? Tell her you can't fuck your cousin, huh? This is the package you order, huh? Beautiful madness on this hard find The scars I left behind Heaven lift me up Heaven lift me up On this hard find The scars I left behind there we go that was kids see ghosts with fire um tim timmy tim tim tammy tammy do <laughs> yes what is the first thing you grab it's a very this is a new question I, I think no one's said it before okay um so you know get ready what is the first thing you grab when your house suddenly is taken by the flames um, you've got minutes. I mean, a minute. The really sad thing is that, in all reality, I would probably grab my phone and my laptop first. <laughs> I wish it was something more sentimental. Or... Meek's on the bed, like Tim. <laughs> okay, I'd grab Meek, then I'd grab my phone, then I'd grab my laptop, then my wallet. And really? Why? What would you grab? Your wallet. Where else am I gonna? I wouldn't think live about in the wallet. world. I would not think about you. You've got your phone. No, Apple Pay. Apple Pay. Okay. I right. wouldn't think about my wallet at all. I, I honestly think that would, that would be in a jacket somewhere that I wouldn't even think of. <laughs> cool. You'd burn to death by the time you found your wallet. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> and, uh, I hate you. <laughs> um, I think one of the most sentimental things to me in this room is my guitar. It, it's been through a hell of a lot with me. Um, but it's probably going to be fucked by that point. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's purely wood. Um, it's a good question, actually. I don't really have that. I don't have like a special photo or like a. I don't have things like that, really. But then I think like maybe that's a sign of the times, as Harry Styles would say, um, that all those things are on your phone. Yeah, like in the old days, you might have like a photo of like a grandparent or something like that that, you, that were irreplaceable. Um, yeah, why somebody saying a photo album like better than somebody saying their phone? Yeah, exactly. But when I, whenever I lose my phone, one of the things I'm most guided about is losing all the photos that are on there. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of, of the same thing. There's a lot of funny looking dogs on these phones. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, what else? What else is there that I'll take? There's like there's little things that probably are irreplaceable. Like there's a little booklet that we got from that aforementioned Maccabees last ever show like I probably wouldn't mm. be able to get my hands on another one of those and one that I had on that night was pretty 
is pretty sentimental to me. Um, it's the it's that thing though, isn't it? Like you've got like you've literally got to run out your room. What's the first thing? That's it. Yeah. We'd all get outside, watch the place burn, and then think, "Oh God!" And then you start listing off the things that you've lost. Yeah. Because um, I mean that Frank Ocean record, <laughs> mate, that is worth a bomb. Yeah, you'd be gutted at that. <laughs> the vinyl just melting out. <laughs> Ugh. Can I still sell it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I used to sometimes think that like <laughs> it this just memory be, card. It'd be a good excuse to just like get a whole new wardrobe. You'd be like, oh yeah, all those clothes are gone. That's a shame. <laughs> Go shopping. <laughs> You're just thinking about the insurance. Then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not a particularly sentimental person, are you? As in, like, things. I can be, but it's, uh, it's like, like, for instance, my guitar is a very sentimental thing to me, but if it was to burn in a fire, it wouldn't crush me. Yeah. I would be extremely sad, but I don't, those memories to me aren't, less because I now don't have the signifying object to kind of remind me of them yeah like they they, they still mean the same yeah I agree cool well done <laughs> us um shall I do a song yes please our sixth song of the day and I'm going for an artist whose name I don't really know how to say but I'm going to give it a go anyway I think it's Billy Eilish 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 I think he's on the new FIFA 19 soundtrack she is a lady, but she is on the new, on FIFA, on the new FIFA 19 uh, soundtrack. Indeed. Um, unbelievably, only 16 years old. Um, singer, songwriter, but I guess kind of in the mould of Lord, but that probably does a bit of a disservice because you can compare so many people to Lord, and it's just like it's another Lord. But um, not really. Interesting fact, full name, Billy Eilish... Pirate Baird O'Connell. Billy Eilish. Eilish. Pirate. Pirate. No. Pirate Baird O'Connell. Pirate Beard. Pirate Baird. Pirate Baird. Eilish Pirate Baird. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not gone. Honestly, well, that's what Wikipedia tells me anyway, so... Oh, because that's not it. <laughs> Where else am I going to get my information from, Harry? We had limited time to do this prep. Um, I'm not. I'll, t- I'll take it as fact. But yeah, um, American, out of LA, um, 16 years old, and has done a song with Vince Staples called And Burn. Oh, I have heard this track. It's wicked. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, quite, uh, quite simple, mm. quite stripped back, Um for the first kind of two thirds, you've basically just got a bit of an electronic beat, lovely vocal, and it just kind of flows through. Then you get a really good verse from Frank, uh, Vince Staples. Frank, what am I on about? From Vince Staples, and yeah, it's just a great tune. I think you're all going to enjoy listening to this one. Wicked. And yeah, and burn. That's the that's the fire reference. Stick it on, boy. Here it goes. Lips, meat, teeth, and tongue. My heart skips eight beats at once That's better. If we were meant to be, we would have been by now See what you wanna see, all I see is him right now Him right now I'll sit and watch your car burn 
with the fire that you started in me But you never came back to ask it out Go ahead and watch my heart burn With the fire that you started in me But I'll never let you back to put it there you have it that was Billie Eilish and Vince Staples with and burn tune sick tune sick tune good to hear Vince Staples voice again as well yeah we only played him about two weeks ago so it's nice <laughs> to have him back on the show <laughs> I think I feel like I've picked him maybe three times in the last month or two so really? for some reason he keeps popping up he was definitely on the album covers one because I like his um, big fish theory yeah sleeve artwork um, and I think I played him another time, but I can't remember why. Anyway, who knows? Go and listen back if you fancy it. There's loads of episodes, and they're all really, really good. <laughs> and you can have some time to fill until next week, because this episode has come to an end. Mm-hmm. It's been a fun one. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in. You've been good. You've been great listeners this week. Well done. You've paid attention the whole way oh, through. Especially you over there you you know who I'm talking about <laughs> oh you know you've been very good <laughs> very well behaved gold star for you yeah. um, and a gold star for you Harry thank you for being here yeah. I have been Tim gold star for you too I'm Harry thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one we'll see you next week people leading us out of course it's the song of the moment it's Earth Wind and Fire with September Do you remember